Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Oh yeah, business power. Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, Trent here. So wonderful to have your company today for episode 319. This week on the show, it's all about the latest news and it's jam-packed. So we think we're going to go the full hour on news. Jam-packed like your toy room that you managed to obviously get yourself out of from last week. Like I'm you, you out, your way I'm out. back. I'm, it's good to be back. It's looking amazing. You've done yeah. a freaking good job it's, in there, man. Well, well it was, done. It was like that episode of The Simpsons where Skinner gets like sucked under all the oh, newspapers. Yes. Yeah, 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 he bounces the basket. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they think he's been knocked off by the mob, but really it was just like <laughs> yeah. heavy newspapers. But I'm out and... It's clean in there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I just have moved the problem to another room in the house. <laughs> We're not worried about that other yeah. room. Just, it's the toy room we're worried about. Just don't let Leanne go in the shed <laughs> in the garage because I'll be in a bit of trouble. But no, um it was it was good. Good to get it done. Oh, so, well done, man. Well done. Um, it looks great. Um we've got Scotty here. Hello, Scotty. Howdy hi. And Ben. G'day, g'day. And Frank, of course. Hello, hello. Um that's pretty much it. Yeah. We're going to get into some stuff. Let's do it. Go. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? She's got a new hat. Speaking of new hats. <laughs> Crazy Legs has got a... He's got like the Bart Simpson red, red baseball cap. Is that... Is that, is that it? Canon? Is it like that's got to be from the original figure or something? It must be. Sure. Yeah, there yep. must be some reference to Crazy yep. Legs having a red cap. But this is the GI Joe Dragonfly Haslab update. Now I know you guys talked to these mm-hmm. Kickstarters or these um, crowdfunding Haslabs, and we're going to go through a couple and give a status update. Now I did get a, um, or I had a very lovely offer from from Colin Betts on getting the Dragonfly. Um, which is going to be so much cheaper than getting it through Zing. I think probably yeah. potentially like half the price. But um, this one is very close, very close to one of the goals, mm. which is um, the one Colin is after. So he was wasn't he was after uh, Glenda? Correct. Right? He yes. wants yep. his Glenda. That yep. one that one has been unlocked. Oh, oh wow! As, oh, of, this, for, as oh, of this recording, right? Because so, it was I think we were about 150 down a yes. couple of days ago. So, so, I think so it's they gone. needed okay. 16,000 uh, backers for that. So that uh, it was 16,280 as of this recording. So it's just ticked over, um, which then uh, has Ooh. opened up the next stretch goal at 19,000 for Dave Crazy Legs Thomas, complete with red cap. Um, so still a ways to go to get to 19,000 and we have about three days left as of when we record. Oh, it's going to be so, tight. Oh, yeah. I mean, these things, tight. as we know, they tend to have a bit of a rush on because people sure. don't want to get left out. It's it's going to be, if it gets, you know, if it gets within a thousand, I'd say it's going to make it. Right. Like that's my field yep. just based yep. on how quickly that first, yep. you know, the actual funding of it went. And so. and we're recording this on a Friday night. So yeah. that, that's what the uh, stats that we're looking at right now. Interesting. Mm. Still oh, a couple okay. of days to go. Mm. But yeah, looking good. So uh, yeah, Colin, we're very happy he gets his Glenda figure as part of that. And did you end up getting one of these, Trent? No, haven't, no. haven't gone in on it. Yep. Um, Yes, the, uh, the the shed is problematic, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not talking about that room. Yeah, that's right. It's the other room. Um, but it's a very cool set. I, I love it. Um, yeah, it would be great. Would be a great. So I hope someone here in Australia gets one so I can check it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that would be pretty scarce here. I reckon. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Based just on the, the zing, zing, price. The zing mar- yeah. up market is just or markup. Sorry, is. Uh, yeah, it's something else. Now, now you guys talked about this Jurassic Park mm. door set. Yes. Right? So this is the first I sort of came across the door. Now, one thing I was really confused about was the way the tiers work for this. Yep. Because mm. it, uh, so, like, let's just go back. Let's just take a step back, right? So the Dragonfly. Yes. You're buying a helicopter. Correct. Right? And you get a pilot. And you get a pilot. And then you, yep. and you can say helicopter pilot. And then they go, have another figure. 
Yep. yep. Well, if you spend, if we get enough, and, and you have all an unlock the all the firing missiles yeah, all, and the yep. blast effects, yep, it's and all the there. smoke effects and the it's all whatever. included, yes, right? Yes, because that's, yep. that's a kind of complete thing. Yes. And then it's add-ons. Yes. Now, I'm really confused. This is a genuine confusion. <clears throat> is the Jurassic Park set doors? And the vehicle. That's oh, it. and you get the vehicle. Yes. Yeah. So Do- you get the, doors you get and the, the vehicle doors. is the base. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then you get like so a T Rex as an add-on. That's yes. right. The T Rex is unlocked too. Yep. So unlock. Uh, okay. Obviously, it needs five thousand to get for, to get back and get made. Right. Unlock two is the uh, electric fence with a post electrocution okay. Timmy. Um, right. Unlock three is the T Rex. The um, Bull Rex, I think it's called. Yeah. His name's from, Bull. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, Jurassic World, the third movie. I think. Yep. Yep. Oh, so it's not even the T. It's not the T Rex from that because we've already got featured that, in Crossworld. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. okay. And then unlock four is the uh, Lex figure, right? With the uh, goat and his so, removable so hind leg. Can I understand something about this? Is what I was confused about. What is is the T Rex like a free throw in? No, or once, does the price you, change? No, no, no. Once you've got over a certain amount of tier, so it's, it's a tier unlock. Yeah. So the price doesn't change. That, but why have such a big why, like, why would you buy? I don't get it. I don't get the fact that you, because it's a repaint essentially. But it's it's like they're not they're the not biggest... they're not tooling anything new for this T Rex. It's just a bit of extra paint. Here but it's go. like a it's like got to be a, what like a fifty dollar kind of item, doesn't it? Well, it's, is it look, or is it not? I yeah, I, I see what you mean. About it just you seems know, like price. a strange yeah thing to add on. You would think the T Rex would be included in the base package, and yes. then you might get. Maybe the car I could even see as as a a tier unlock, and then obviously smaller things like the figures. But I'd be and- annoyed like if I don't get all of that, I'll just be annoyed. I think yeah. I think that's the general consensus yeah. right around the world yeah. of this set. Is like that- I don't know yeah. what those the, there's some weird looking like grey tombstone things. Yeah, that they're, they're they're um post signs to tell signs you where to go the around park. the. Park. I could do without yeah. those. Yeah, but I, if I'm not getting everything else, I don't want it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's it's the, not just me. Right. That's the general yes. consensus. And I think. I, I think the that. numbers. Right. The numbers speak. Right. To that. Okay. Tell tell me more about the numbers. What are we? Uh, I, I just Scotty, do you remember what the numbers were when we last recorded about this? We were just over a thousand backers, about twenty one percent. Yep. And at this point here, we have gone all the way up to 26% back <laughs> right. at just over 1,300 backers. Something um, good, 12 days yeah. remaining. 12 days 12 remaining. Days. Oh, that's, that's gone. That's, that's gone. That's yeah. dead in the water. That's their cookie monster territory. Yep. That's, uh, it's not getting made. Look, I like, I, I, like, I like the gates. They're big. They're imposing. I think if you're a Jurassic Park fan, it's a pretty iconic part. And that, the Jeep or whatever that yeah, SUV thing is. Going is, through, like, it, yeah, it actually and it's like motorized. goes through. Like, motorized, yeah. It's kind of cool. It's a, it's gimmicky. It feels gimmicky. Like, I wouldn't, to be honest, I wouldn't need it to be motorized. I'd be quite happy with it to be static and save 40 yep. bucks or whatever it is. I, I think they've missed the mark on this. Do you think, it, like, <laughs> they certainly have. <laughs> uh, fans, fans tend to agree with you yeah. looking at the, the backing. Is it... Is it a price point or is it? I think it, oh, it, this radically changes if the T Rex is included in the base package. How much is it? Sorry, yeah. Scott. Two fifty US. Do you see uh, the value in this trend? No, that's my biggest yeah. gripe as well. There's no value in no. that. No, I think a lot of that. Probably a lot of. Well, look, the doors are big. Yeah. There's a, there's probably a, a size factor, but I, I suspect most of the money is in the, the mechanism. Yeah. And and I don't reckon a lot of collectors would value the mechanism. No, no, no. I think Scott it's, said it. You'd turn it on once or twice yeah, to uh, when you got off. it. Mm. Show your friends, and then never look and at that's it again. It. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. No, that's that's not making it. <laughs> There's no way that's making it. Ain't well, nobody getting it. No. Yeah. No, no. Speaking of a playset that might do bigger numbers <laughs> and is bigger in every sense of the word, we talked about this. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, with uh, rumors or looked like Super Seven were doing a Thundercats lair or Cats lair, sorry for Thundercats, and we were going. Surely it's reaction. It's got to be reaction. No, no, it's it is ultimate scaled Thunder Thundercats Cats lair. This is has been confirmed by Brian Flynn himself. He went on a uh, a YouTube show that's dedicated to Thundercats and basically said. Yeah, it's happening. It's going to be bigger than Snake Mountain. Uh, it is not to scale with a Thunder Tank. No, so the no, tank will not... Well, it's big, but it's not that big. Um, looking at a price point of $650 US, 
obviously crowdfunded to make sure they meet the minimum number of orders. Um, and he did talk about saying looking at stretch goals and stuff as well. Yeah. So mm. this thing is phenomenal. <clears throat> I mean, amazing. I, I'm blown away in 2023 on the size of this for Thunder. Mm. Like, I get it for Masters. Masters is a juggernaut toy property, right? It's got so much fan following. Thundercats is pretty niche. Well, they've uh, gone to Wave Ten in Ultimates. They right? have. They yeah. wouldn't do that if no one was buying. Them. No, correct. I, but but figures are a, a slightly different equation mm. in the sense. I mean, look, they did the Thunder Tank. I'm I'm buoyed by the fact the numbers yeah. are so good. Like you know the the fact they're even contemplating this. I oh. would. I'll be very disheartened if this gets like. 80% of the way there and just it, it's either going to bomb out Cookie Monster slash Jurassic Gate style or it's going to go gangbusters. If it sits in that mid and gets three quarters yeah, of the way there, yeah, that's going to hurt. But, yep. but we, 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 I think a big factor here is we're up to wave nine of the figures, mm. right? So there's enough momentum behind this. Yeah. So it's going to be like a, a – and look, it's going to be a pretty small run, you know, comparatively to maybe some of what – you know whether they're not they're they're not going to get something like you know fifteen thousand backers on something like this. It's going to be a, it's going to be a run around two three thousand. I would have thought, yeah, right? like around yep. that number. Yep. But this thing is ginormous. The, the first shot we got of this was like Lino from behind on the top level with this screen that's kind of as high as he is and and longer than he is, and he's sitting down and there's just like. Space. It's a seven-inch figure, yeah. and there is like room for days, you know, in Correct. all directions yeah. from where he is. Like it's it's huge. And now we're getting what looks so. This is the way I'm I'm envisaging it, right? I thought this thing was going to just be like kind of a facade, yeah. right? But what what it looks like is there's two parts of it that fold, fold out. out at mm. the back, which is if you think about the cat's lair, it, it's generally animated in front of these mountains. Yep. And I reckon the claws are part of the main structure mm. and these fold-out bits of these mountain, the mountains mountain sides. Yep. yep. And there's a shot there of one of the sides, right, of this one of the sides that's folded out and they've got like these windows that sit in front. So, mm. you know, obviously you've got the plastic cast, yep. this rocky thing behind it, but then they put these windows in front and they've got the cat's table with the seven seats around it. Mm. Like... This is just huge. Yep. Um, and then the other thing is those those claws, we saw some shots of Wave 9, mm-hmm. right? And they, they put them in the background <laughs> yeah. and people were sort of matching these photos up. Yep. And those claws really come out. Like it's mm. not just, it's not like just a facade. It's going to be deep. It's got depth. Yeah. Like this thing is just incredible. And I, I'm actually, I'm seeing the price and I'm, I'm not blown away by the price like I thought I would be like 650 is I mean by the time that gets to Australia if we're using Snake Mountain as a guide thousand bucks sort of easy so this is probably going to top that yeah I think so and, and it probably yeah. should mm. Um, I good on them for giving this a crack are I, you going to get it look I one of my holy grail pieces is a cat's lair this, uh, this uh, is a cat's lair <laughs> yeah and, and to be honest like I was I was obviously looking at the vintage cat's lair, but one thing they did do was a they did a micro scale version yes, of Thundercats yes, as well, little did. little yep. kind of like PVC. two inch PVC, yeah. non articulated. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there is a cat's lair that you can get on that. And I was like, <laughs> this is the only cat's lair I'm going to be able to afford, right? Because the LJN seven inch scale one is just ridiculous. How much? You just how much would a vintage oh, look, one be? I, I'd say minimum sort of. Three grand for something. So this will be cheaper. Yeah. This will be cheaper. Cheaper. Bigger. And, and imagine putting your vintage ones in this. Yeah. Woo. And better. And like, yeah. let's be honest. Like, the vintage one. Look at the cat on this. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it looks yeah, it fantastic. Looks Whereas the vintage ones, you know, it's got its eighties charm. Yeah. But yeah. it's this, rose, this rose tinted glass. Look, the, yeah. the problem for me is I don't have any any room for this. And just stuff in the other room, <laughs> mate. We've we've talked about this. We don't care about the garage. Yeah. Leanne doesn't listen. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I, look, I, I want this so badly. Um, it's it's for me. It's probably not. I could come up with the money quite easily. It's mm. the space. Yeah, yep. and this is the this is for, how many of these things can we keep getting? Well, this oh, to me feels well, like the a cap, in the same way that Snake Mountain was the capstone on yep. classics at Super Seven. I feel like this this is it. This is it for Thundercats. They're, they've they've obviously proven that they can do all these things. Um, which, if you extrapolate that theory out, makes me think: Are we, are Super Seven going to do a Turtles Lair at some yeah. point when they sort of get to what they consider the end of the Turtles Ultimates? Yep, 
They've got the van on the way, you know, van, thunder tank, same sort of thing. Oh, I think that well, it to. feels like a pattern at this point. Well, talking about patterns, we've got civil hawks, we've got thundercats, we've heard some rumors <laughs> we're going to get tiger sharks, really? right? From Super Seven. So, is that right? Yeah. So, wow. you know, people extrapolating Gee. data and mine, you know, mining, data mining, data mining yeah. and things. They've found thundercats written all over the Super Seven. So, they reckon. Sorry. Tiger shark. Tiger shark. Tiger shark. Sorry. Yep, yep. Yeah, sorry. Tiger shark. So they reckon that's going to be one of the San Diego Comic Con reveals. Ooh. And damn, man, give me, um, you know, the Man Ray guy and yep. um, uh, what's his name? Manta, Manta Ray and the uh, shark fin uh, guy. Like, I, they only I would have to just, do a couple of them. Like, they couldn't. The, the, they the line's not that deep. Yeah, it exactly, it, it yeah. um, waves, died so, pretty, yeah. you know, hard and yep. as, as quickly as it came to life. But mm. imagine having for the first time all, all universal. The Trinity. Yeah. Oh, like, just, yeah. Um, T yeah. Ray. T Ray, his name is. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, it, it'd be uh, it's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Well, the Thundercats news continues on with the Ultimates Wave 9. Now, I know Brian Flynn got a lot of positive feedback from the the wave that was inspired by the LJN figures. So they mm. did this kind of wave. I don't know what it was, wave six around there that was Lino Mumra. And they're very iconic in the color scheme. And they've yep. even changed the head sculpts. Yep. And they did a um, Monkeyan as well. and Slime? Chitara? Yes, a Chitara. 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 Yeah, yeah. So wave nine kind of continues the theme to some degree mm. with a Groon the Destroyer, very, very toy accurate, and a Jaga that is... And look, I, I almost wish they'd kind of done this from the start. Oh, yeah. but this, is the, this is how they pull you in, I man. Know. You, you wouldn't buy... Yeah. You probably wouldn't have bought these at the start, but seeing them redone... Do you, do you think if you Wave know, 1 was and, and everything yeah. afterwards was all done toy colours? I probably would have preferred... Like, I see the... I, I don't know. Like, I like mm. the animated style. Sure. But I see these and I just go, that's what I want. That's yeah. my groon. Yep. Like that, that's that groon. Is the toy in the ultimate looks, version? Yeah, yeah, I just love him. I just think they're great. But we're also getting, finally, I think this might complete yep. the Thundercats, which that, is the Wily Cat. That's why Cat. I think this, the, the layer getting acts close. as a capstone. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I, think we're, I, think, I don't think they're going to do much more. Mm. And then a very, very cool figure, um, cool. which is Chiller. She is fantastic. She's um, loaded blue with accessories. Yeah, loaded mm. double heads, all sorts of ice and ice effects and various things. It's really, really cool. Um, I got an email. I'm on the Super Seven mailing list, mm-hmm. and I got an email from Mummy Boy, Mummy Boy, which is, is one of the mm-hmm. mascots. Mm-hmm. Yep, saying that. Just a heads up, Chiller is selling really fast and we don't want you to miss out. <laughs> which is, uh, I've never seen anything <laughs> like that. Right, so that there must be something. To that now, when you buy this from Super Seven, you get mm. the head pack, which yep. is like um, it's an alternate head for each of the characters, basically another head, mm-hmm. and with glow in the dark eyes, glow in the dark something. for Jaga and Wily Cat. Yep, um, the other Groon and Chiller just have different expressions. That Groon's got two fangs out on his alternate oh, head. Yes, Chiller's got a bit of a smirky expression going on, whereas the other two, you get one aggressive head and one just sort of neutral um, head with Chiller. These sorts of things, I love it because it's it's now basically saying, forget your your third parties yeah. or whoever. You normally get this stuff. You come direct to us, and you get this bonus item. I think it's a really really smart move. Yeah. I've with my turtles ultimates, I've ordered them from all the different possible places here in Australia. Some local, some overseas, and the ones I've ordered from Super Seven. Yeah, you pay a little bit more, but you get away quicker than oh, yeah. any any other yep. options getting them into the country. So, I think this is is a good move. Well, I'll tell you something here. So. Every time Super 7 do a pre, pre, pre-order like this, they go, here are the figures. You've got 30 days to order them. Mm. I, I basically wait. And, and generally within 15 days or so, they pop up on pop culture. Mm. And pop culture do a thing where you get a discount for buying all four and they ship for free in Australia. So I do this thing where I go, okay, let's put them in my cart on the Super 7 website. And with shipping, what does it come out at? Let's put them in the pop culture, pop culture yep. with the discount. And what are they? And I found early on, actually, you know what? They're maybe around the same same sort of price. Mm. But going to Super 7, you get them a lot quicker. And sometimes they might be a little bit cheaper. The last time I did it, the shipping was ridiculous. Mm. From, like Super I, from Super 7. Mm. Yep. Like it was, it was 
no question, right? Like it was maybe $100 more to go to Super 7 because the shipping yeah. was just whatever, so stupid. And so for Wave 8 of Thundercats, I'm like, I can't pay that shipping for yeah. them. I'll just wait for them to come out. Pop culture. Mm-hmm. So the Super 7 window closed, never hit pop culture. Oh, no. So that's, that's the gamble, so they have, they isn't haven't it? hit, right? Like yeah. I'm like, what? And, and they yeah. might get them, I don't know, but this is months ago. So anyway, this wave came out. And nothing on Super 7. And I got that chiller email. I'm like, I got to look at this. So I put them in my car and the shipping was really reasonable. Okay. It, it, that, so something's changed. They've, they've yeah. added another option. Yeah. It was yeah. like maybe a different supplier, 30, like, yeah. $30, $40 to ship for a wave. For a for wave. That's plus nice. you get the head pack. Yeah. And I did the conversion. It's like, oh, that'll be as cheap, if not cheaper than what Pop Culture yep. will do. Cool. And you get them probably six to nine months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Earlier. Easily. I've got my uh, Toxic Crusaders coming. I got the email from oh, Super nice. 7 saying that uh, nice. that they had shipped this today. This is Junkyard Wave? Junkyard and oh. the uh, Radiation Rangers. So. I'll see mine in 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm quite excited for those. Very cool. Green. green we all going green? Green is good. Uh, we're talking green. We're talking uh, McFarlane, all McFarlane all the time. We are heading into uh, Comic-Con as we record this. Um, so they've started to unveil all the goodies that are going to be impossible to get. So take this with a grain of salt, I guess. Um, but McFarlane are doing uh, a couple of glow-in-the-dark variants. I don't, we've seen... So we've got a Green Lantern here, John Stewart. Have we seen this figure before? And this is a, a I'm not sure if I've seen the swords yeah. and things. I yeah, would have the swords that. strike me as new. He comes with uh, basically a picture of Green Lantern, but all the green parts are glow in the dark. They've got a very cool photo, which I believe is uh, possibly used a black light, as I know Ben's talked about yep. before, yeah. but then yep. they've sort of shopped up the background so it doesn't look too weird. It looks really, really cool. comes with a stand and the card and stuff. It would be cool if his eyes lit up as well, glow oh, yeah. in the dark. So I think there's an opportunity. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then we get our old mate Swamp Thing in the Mega Fig sort of scale. <laughs> Does tend is very He's excited cool. about this. He is amazing. He's got that glow in the dark sort of highlights all over his body. And what I love about this is that it, it looks quite natural in just regular sort yes. of photography and daylight. Yep. You don't notice it. Whereas the Green Lantern, you sort of look at it and go, something off about that green, which is because it's the fluorescent material. Swamp Thing. Just looks like a regular swan. I'd love yep, to see yeah. the two, the regular and this one next to each other. Um, but yeah, that is uh, glow in the dark DC stuff. I like the alternate head as well. He's sort I of got like a horned antlers. head. Yeah, yeah. head. Yep. yep. No, yep. that looks wicked. And he looks like it, the red glows as well for his eyes. Oh, uh, and really? I think that's yep. really cool. So Yeah. Mm. And uh, he's got an alternate uh, sort of hand, which is sort of a um, slight. Yeah. Yep. That's wicked. Speaking of red, there's uh, this... Who's been throwing around the paint? Yeah, look, I sort of get it. And when I saw the artwork, basically we're talking about the uh, 85th anniversary figure of Superman. This is part of McFarlane's gold label. Comes in a nice sort of box with, you know, it's all a bit, bit more specky packaging than we're used to with McFarlane stuff. Uh, and this has Superman in a very sort of red and deep, Navy, think like those, um, you know, the Obama style posters with the red and the blue sort of two tone effect. Um, I think this falls into that category of the artwork looks amazing. Does it translate to a 3D figure? No, it does no, not. It does. Exactly, no. wonk wong. Because yeah. you can see it side by side. Like, yeah, they actually they've <laughs> they've got the artwork. But then they've got the figure looking like the artwork. Yeah, in, in the po- and the artwork looks great. Yeah. but that figure looks like yeah. what's happened. They've tried to replicate the pose in the figure, and it just comes off looking odd. And then even odder is if you zoom in on the picture of him in the box, because the red <laughs> is meant to represent light, and the blue is meant to be shadow. So it only really looks good from one angle. It's one angle, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. he looks like he's zombified or something. Yeah. It, it's not. No offense. Uh, Anthony Mitchell, but it does not. It's not cool, man. It's not a great. Yeah. On the other side of this, mm. we get a look at a Batman figure, also a con exclusive from McFarlane. Same sort of box style presentation. Nightfall Batman, which yep. is your classic. You got the blue cowl. He's got the grey. He's got the bright yellow belt. Um, from of course the very famous comic where he gets his back broken. I love this figure. It's Shut great. up and take my money. If you, yeah, if you were going to get just one Batman yep. figure, this for me, I look at that and go, that's the Batman comics I grew, yep. grew up reading. So, so, so this is it. 
it, for, this this yep. is coming out as a regular figure. So this yep. is we're looking at the San Diego Comic Con exclusive, and I believe this one. The only difference is he's got the black wash over his cowl, yeah. right. which is uh, very um, you know artist proof. Comic uh, sh- yeah, yeah, showing off the uh, comic shading and the um, shadows effect and things. So the regular one will not have that, and it'll just be a regular blue right. cowl, which is still a freaking awesome figure. And that's probably the one I'll chase down. Mm. But this is superior in in every way and just looks so good uh this is todd's a, done a lot of a, batman a, figures yeah this yep. is probably the best of it this this is a must-have for my um mm. you know definitive batman uh collection so yeah um some more hush figures on the way with a superman hush and a robin which is the tim drake version um very cool these come in the multiverse line from mcfarlane and um these are what recently revealed variants. Are these um, variants? Oh well, they're they're variants of Superman, I guess. Right. I guess okay. Yeah. What yeah. I say with the hush, like I can't see from the image, but isn't he supposed to have like the poison ivy? They've already yeah, done. Yeah, already, they, I think they, they did that one. They've already so done that one already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So this is almost the same buck, but without the green sort yeah. of. Correct. Yeah. I think control. it is. Yeah. yeah the, okay. the green ivy controlled one is the more iconic version for that yeah. story arc. Definitely. Um, yeah. I know when DC Direct did it back in the day, that was the version you got was yeah. the the controlled version. Yeah. So it is. You know, look, it's, it's. I guess it's the clean looking Superman from sure. that story arc. It's kind of cool. Tim Drake's looking really buff. Like he looks jacked. Mm, I mean, he's very grown out, up, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks almost <laughs> a bit too. And then they've got the card where he's quite skinny. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's a cool I love the color palette. Like I think he just he looks very classic. So, if you're into that, they're pretty well priced, 19.99 US for a September 2023 release. Um what is Tom Holland doing as Supergirl? <laughs> I've heard I've heard Tom Holland, I've heard Matt Smith, Matt like there's Smith. and I think what okay, we're talking hot toys, we're talking the Supergirl figure. Now, I was I figured this was coming obviously with the the Flash movie, we're talking about the the Flash uh movie representation. Obviously there's a, a a Batman figure, they're doing a Flash figure. And I was like, yes, I finally get an yep. excuse to buy a Hot Toys Supergirl figure. I never had a Hot Toys figure in my life. And then I see this and I just go, what have they done? And I, I can't I, believe it. It's it's all in the face and it's, I think it's the forehead. I no, think- it's, no, you know what it is? It's the... Uh, the- the molded hair, I think. Yeah, that, like if they they needed rooted but hair, the, the eyebrows mm. are way too low. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's got yeah. that Matt Smith like massive and, kind of forehead. And I, I think the lips. She's got very male lips. Where we've got a photo alongside yeah. of the actual actress who played her, and she's got much fuller, fuller, fuller fem- lips. feminine lips. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's all, all, I think it's all those things. Yeah, it it advertises as separate rolling eyeballs. I think that's for the fans, <laughs> not not the. <laughs> so you can replicate yeah. your reaction yeah. to yeah. looking. Look, this is, is it's unfortunate. I've yeah. got a I've got a Snyderverse Hot Toys collection, mm. so I picked my favourite characters. Um, I've got Superman, I've got the Armored Batman, I've got Batman, Harley Quinn, Joker, those sort of things. And I would love to add a Supergirl. There's no way I'm no, buying this. This no. is yep. junk. Like the the yep. Hot yep. Toys are renowned for their Accuracy. likeness, yeah. and this is so far off the mark. I don't know what to make of it. it mm. It's like someone had a brain fart. To come, like, for it to, how does it get that far? Yeah, uh, how and, does it get and, and to that? Everyone like, gives it the green tick of approval. I do not stuff, understand. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I, not I feel cool. sorry for the actress. Yeah, because yeah. that it's not on her. Like, oh I, my I'm goodness. really hoping this is one of those rare cases where companies get enough heat, and you know, are seeing the the, the Twitter threads go nuts. Yeah, where they go, all right, we're going because obviously it hasn't come out yet. That the hot toys do this thing and say, oh, you buy now and it comes out next year or whatever. Yeah, I'm hoping they go back and retool this because Surely. otherwise, no one's going to buy it. Surely quite, the quite numbers simply. tell them that that yep. they need to do that. Yeah, um, it's just a shame. Yeah, for such for for a company that puts out such high quality product, yes, this is a, a real miss. miss. Real mm-hmm. miss. You know who doesn't miss? Ali. Muhammad Ali, oh, good, the greatest segue. of all time. Yep. This is a this is a pretty cool uh again San Diego exclusive from Mattel where we get um two figures in the one. You get two versions of Muhammad Ali in his classic sort of boxing look, you know, they've even recreated that famous photo of him standing over the top of his opponent. Um but 
not many, I'm not sure how many people would know this unless you're a big wrestling fan. He was also the guest referee in the first ever WrestleMania. And so they've recreated that. You get, you know, which is essentially the same head sculpt from what it appears um, in your traditional, uh, you know, most shirt and, and pants look yeah. that the referees had back in the day. Um, yeah, so this is a pretty pretty cool box set to you get two... Two Muhammad Ali's, really. So you get. So how many figures do you get in this? Is Only it three. Two, yeah. two. And I was going to say the photography is a bit misleading. It makes it look like you get a Hulk Hogan with it, and a guy, not. and a guy. Oh, you do, don't get the Hulk Hogan no, right. No. It's okay. a two. It's a yep. two pack. Right. of the two versions right. of Muhammad Ali. Okay. They've got for yep. the sake of photography them yes. with yes. pictures of you know, Hulk to show the different but, scales yeah. and things to depiction and things. That's pretty cool. Uh, obviously, a Comic Con exclusive, yes. correct? Yeah. Comic Con exclusive. And then. Apparently, you can also get it online for via Mattel Creations as well. So, right, yeah, interesting. Mm, the summer weather is heating up, and apparently, Godzilla is thirsty for blood. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. That's a strange drink of choice on a yeah, hot summer's absolutely. day. Absolutely. So the uh, Super Seven have their San Diego Comic Con Ultimus Toho Godzilla King of the Monsters figure, inspired by the. And excuse me while I grab my prop from under my computer here. Ooh. The oh, color the comic book. Look at him. From the Dark Horse number one issue from back in the 90s, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Signed. Is that signed? It is, in fact, signed. Good eyes, gentlemen. Ooh. Signed by the artist himself, Arthur Adams. Nice. Well done. Very nice. That is an iconic cover for mm. its day. Uh, and a lot of people, when they think of the Godzilla comics, that is what comes to their mind. So that's the inspiration that... Super 7 have drawn mm. for this exclusive figure for San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, he is 7 inches tall with his tail attached. He's going to be 12, 13 inches. He comes with an alternate head with his jaw open. He has blood dripping down from his jaws, a little bit coming down onto his chest as well. A couple of sets of interchangeable hands there. And it looks like he's got himself a snack in the form of a human being to munch on <laughs> okay. uh, thrown in as well. What's fantastic That's about great. that is... The the little guy, like little human, right, is is holding out his hand and screaming like, say, "Stop! No, don't don't eat me!" Don't eat me. <laughs> it's like a classic <laughs> "Don't eat me" pose, yeah. um, screaming in horror. Like it's fantastic. What a great accessory! I don't think it has anyone got a little screaming human pleading for his life not to be eaten by a monster. <laughs> no, I chose like... not to have children. <laughs> 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 uh, so, so Scott, just pause on that. You have your Toho Super Seven Godzilla figures in hand. Yes. Uh, going by what you've experienced with those, would you be happily to grab this if you had the opportunity? I'm going to say yes. I will grab this. Yep. Cool. It looks to me as if there is paint applications on the body here, or at least I've got some sort of shading on, right. on yes. the figure yes. here. So that is going to be uh, a distinctive difference. From, from the what ones I've, you've already got. Already, no, you've already, already got. got a like what you believe to be this mold in the Wave One. Best I can tell, yep. we've got a, a a reissue, a reuse of the the Godzilla from Wave One of the Toho Ultimates. Sure. Yep. yep, which okay. is is, is how yep. they've you know how yeah, companies they need get to things. Yeah. Figure that big. Far Look out. at the tail and, on this. And yeah. the the box is pretty cool. With it looks like a big uh, bite out of the box uh, where the window is, yeah. and there's blood just uh, oozing out of the concrete. So. Box. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Now, something I am so excited to announce. Ooh, right. This is the San Diego Comic-Con online exclusive Man Bat, right? <laughs> this guy is a one to sixth scale Batman, the animated Jeez. series figure of Man Bat. And he is the biggest figure yet from yep. Mondo. So Same. he is, of course, a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive online. He is freaking enormous. Thirty. Four inch wingspan, right? Which is phenomenal. So you not only get the wings, uh, you know, folded in, but you're obviously 34 inches is uh, outstretched. Yep. You don't just get one head, you get like five heads, five heads right? Yeah. And they're all in those wacky animated forms, everything from screaming to confused to snarling to closed mouth to trans pre-transformation yeah. from human so to human, man huh? bat, right? Kirk Langstrom? Yep. Yes, yes. I love, I love Langstrom. the head that's got the animated so, one eyes. So really do I. Big, so do I. That, that, that is... I, as soon that, as I saw this, one, that was it? the one I was going to, yeah. uh, you know, potentially put... 
Man Bat is one of the most underrated uh, characters, I think, of the Batman franchise. I have this obsession with uh, Man Bat, and I, you know, I just think he's so cool. Um, Definitely not going to go and buy this, but uh, I I massive respect where respect's due. It it looks like the it jumped off the screen. Yep. The fact they've, you know, gone to town on all the different head sculpts and things. Um, you get some sort of, uh, I don't know, a tearing of the cloth, you know, uh, the, like the lab coat left. Lab coat. Yep. Yeah. That I think can attach and things. You get your own stand and stuff. And then there's some beautiful uh, shots, some really high quality shots of him ad- uh, with his Batman adversary, um, you know, dueling on the top of the skyscrapers and things. Mm. It is a phenomenal toy. I'd hate to know what the price is. Um, <laughs> and I'm glad it's not here uh, because this is one that just uh, such an eye catching, you know, figure in anyone's collection, no matter what you collect, I reckon. So. Can I, a uh, cu- couple of things on this one. Yes. I, I think this is fantastic. Yeah. I think this is a 10 out of 10 yes. for execution. One thing that concerns me is the weight of yeah. him. They've yep. given you a stand. I, I just don't know how well he would stand He's without that. skinny legs and a big Tim. Um, yeah. Torso. Well, none of the animated <laughs> exactly. ones stood stand very well. They no. all had, yeah. even the DC Direct ones. The DC had Direct the ones have stands. a lot of problems. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But but what I, what I would say here is I love Batman the Animated Series. Yes. I love and I, and I was a big fan of Mondo. I've been on the Mondo bandwagon mm. ever since they put out the Turtles. Yes. The Batman from the Batman the Animated Series, I didn't like it. I didn't like the proportions. I didn't feel like they got the legs right. I didn't like the cut on the torso. I didn't like the head sculpt. I didn't like the two-tone style of yep. paint that they put on yep. it. I feel like now they've moved in the right direction. Like this has the paint on this. Yeah, the paint. Yeah. The paint's perfect. Like mm. yeah, there's a bit of there's a bit of sort of the cell shading, but it's not over the top. Yep. It's not that kind of two tone, really, really harsh. Where it's again, not, it works on one not angle. The, not the yep. sharp. No cuts. Yep. Yeah. This the, and again, this is similar to Masters. They've seemed to have got it right. A few figures in. Mm. You know, yes. they've they've yep. sort of they've they've. Had a few misses. I haven't got the face sculpts quite right, and then they've come to, and then they've like you know with re- masters, they just nailed, yeah. they've just nailed like the Thunder Punch version or whatever. Mm. And this is the same for me. I'm like, oh man, I love the Man Bat, but I don't like the Batman. So yeah. the, I'm sort yeah. of out with this line. Um, it's just a bit of a shame because it, I feel like they're doing it right yep. now. Um, you know, it's that sort of thing because you start with those title characters. Yeah, they could revisit. They can, Batman, of course. You know, later on down yeah. the line, once they've perfected the craft. Speaking of perfecting the craft, we get a look at Mondo's other exclusive. This is from Master of the Universe. This is their Prince Adam figure. Um, this is the best Prince Adam figure I think I've ever seen. So it's, uh, it's done in the filmation style, but in that typical Mondo thing of where they've just tweaked a few things to make it their own. The belt buckle's a bit more ornate. His his pink tunic isn't just one color. He's got these little, you know, sort of more regal and royal sort of shoulder pads, and the accessories and and, and, and a bit God. of armor. He's got armor that attaches to the side of his shoulders. Yeah, that it makes him even look. You know, potentially yeah. more regal or ready for yep. to transform ready, into He Man. Ready for battle. Uh, right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And, and <laughs> a, hol- a holster in the sword as well. Yeah. He, and he's even got the, one of the accessories, the little like wrist uh, yeah. gauntlet that's got the little yeah. flamethrower in it. Flame like, on. He's got, a, he's got a little pistol. He's got three power swords as well. I can see one pink to obviously honor the original toy. Yep. Uh, a regular one, and then one that seems to have the, the lightning sort of change, you know, effects sort of attached to it. Um, three three heads. One of them, the the now iconic laughing, um, you know, head from that wonderful video that Darren really hates. Um, uh, and then the mask, the mask from, from the there, there's from the mini comic, Ma- Master Power. Yeah. There's an episode. That's from the mini yeah. comic. I want to see a mini comic or filmation. But. Yeah, there's a, there's a mini comic where these two little kind of monster things put on these masks and it transforms them into these big beasts. Right, and and that's they're they're really cool. They're yep. like it's a it's a pretty niche kind of thing oh, but every mm. every toy collector yeah, would, would have got one of those com- mini yeah, comics and yeah, yeah. you know for a san diego comic con exclusive this is the perfect packing it is, it addition is, uh yeah. for this and uh i just i think this is phenomenal uh really really beautiful the the fact it's that the, of one of the uh, swords is like got the lightning effect oh. as uh, pre-transformation um just amazing i haven't seen any of the masks on adam i have seen some footage of have you like, some okay. shots of that right. i don't 
I don't know that it's an alternate head so much as no, it sits I think over it, the yes, top of yep. like a like as a mask would. Yeah, but they're meant yeah. to just sit on a wall, and the characters yeah. just pull them off. I did and, see some yeah. shots of them being hung Beautiful. on the wall. So. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what they're. Um, yeah, very cool. Mm. So we've finally got Spielberg as an action figure. So we've yeah. had James Cameron in Aliens. We have. Yep. We've had. Uh, Different several Lucas, yeah, George, George Lucas Lucases. as a yep. stormtrooper and things yep. like that, mm. and now um, Peter Jackson as well. Yeah, done probably a, in You're Lord right, of the Rings, actually. right? Yep, yep. So I've now, got a Peter Jackson as a Hobbit, not as a director. Yes, but yeah, yep. as a Hobbit. So now Spielberg gets his own action figure as a director on the set of Jurassic Park, and he is, um, he's got the what's it the die dice? What's the uh, dinosaur? Yeah, the the one with the spitting. Yeah, di- come on, you're a dino uh, guy. I don't know it. Uh, what is it? Dilophosaurus. It is a Dilophosaurus. Yes. Yeah, yeah. um, so he's got the Dilophosaurus, uh, and that's sort of on a rig that looks like it's um, animated. It's a prop. Like, yeah. Yeah. It it looks it's like cool. it's um, yeah, ready to uh, you know, move and whatnot underneath the uh, stage. And he's got his director's chair and a camera, and yeah. it is just so cool. I, I think it's fantastic for any Jurassic Park uh, fan out there that you know wants to add to their collection that can't quite afford uh, gates and things. Uh, <laughs> this is much more uh, ad- obtainable, I yeah. think. And what a cool little set! Um, Thirty dollars USD, and the box is—it's a window box, and I think it's really well framed. It's got a nice backdrop to sort of replicate that scene where old mate gets you know acid in his eyes. And yep. stuff, but it's it's set up like one of those um clappers, I think yes. they're called from the movie yep. sets with the white black and white stripe thing yep. that comes already cut. Like, I but it looks like a, yeah, a, a, a camera cell, like you know, when they they look at the tape, oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like that as well. So they've done it's a really you know, clever killed two birds in one stone with the overall look of the um, you know, box. Mm. Mm. He's cool. Uh, some people on the Discord were very keen on this. Yeah. It's a it's a unique set, and I guess if you're a Jurassic Park fan, or you just want the 100%. director, yeah. away yeah. you go. Put him inside your um, Jaws figure, stand him next to your ET. You know, you could do <laughs> go to town on um, what you can do with uh, this figure. And then, uh, sort of lastly, in our news, we've got the Deadpool three teaser, and how could we not <sighs> shout this out? Well, of course, we've got you know Deadpool uh, Ryan Reynolds standing there in his red and black costume, looks very similar to the other. Uh, Deadpool costumes, but standing next to him yep. is Hugh Jackman wearing the blue and uh, yellow tiger stripes. Comic book accurate, cartoon accurate, whatever you want to call it. I mean, um, it's the you know Wolverine yep. we've grown to love. No mask. No, I can only yeah. hope that we see a mask. He's got his um, you know arms and things shielded, so they're all yellow costume yeah, as well. Head, head to toe. Yeah. Head to toe. Um, just his face is uh, you know bare. So we'll see. You know, if he puts on a mask, if he gets rid of the sleeves. Yeah. I think it'll. I think speculation. It'll, the best you can probably hope for is, is you'll get a mask at some point, and there'll be some sort of you know, comic booky reason as to, oh, you need to wear this mask to, like, you know, protect yourself from something, something. Um, yeah, it'll uh, it'll be good. So, Scotty, you look like you're, you're dying to say something there, mate. Mm. <laughs> you don't <laughs> like fan? it? Something, something positive? Something negative? Uh, no, I've just had an incident at home that... Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Do you need to go? No, well, my child has fallen over in my toy room. Oh, uh, and oh it, no. My Galactus fell off the ship. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. Oh, yeah, bugger. That is, he is the destroyer of worlds? Is he it? has destroyed his own world. Do you have oh. a photo? No. Uh, I just sent you guys a message. Oh, so. <laughs> oh okay. I'm just going to oh, check no. this I might up. update the Discord so you will Gal- get to... Oh, no. Oh, oh no! Cool. Oh no! Oh. oh no! We have a severed head. His head's popped <gasps> off. Well, actually, I mean, yes, oh, it's, Lord. it's popped off, but I reckon that will go back in and glue. Yeah, I reckon. Now, now's the opportunity to put the skull face back on. Like that would look way better. That wouldn't have fallen off at the skull face. <laughs> <laughs> Helpful as ever. Yeah. Look at look at Sue Storm, who's just like the the translucent version of Sue Storm. <laughs> it wasn't who's, me. Who's actually I didn't just do it. gone? Hands up yeah. In the air. <laughs> Oof. Look, I think, look, to be honest, I think it's going to be I think okay. it's fixable. I think it's yeah. fixable. Yeah. yeah, it's recoverable. Yep. All right. Um, so back to Deadpool 3 anyway. Uh, so we've got rumours that uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be the villain or something like that. 
Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And there's some other some other characters coming back I guess or that something. Makes sense if you're talking merging of you know yeah. Fox universe and um, multiverse type stuff. Yeah, I've heard. I've seen some things without even trying. Like yeah. these things, yeah. these all this stuff is filling up my newsfeed. Well, yeah. yeah, and I get frustrated because I'm like, I don't want to know the whole movie plot sure. and all the, yeah. the characters and all the villains and all the side steps before I've even seen the freaking movie. Yeah. Before I've even seen a freaking trailer, it. It, it quite honestly pisses me off that yeah. we've seen all this stuff and we don't even have a release date for this sure. movie yet. So yeah. I get frustrated about this. Um, I just, and I, and the other thing is that I've got to shout out for this movie is the whole writer's strike. Right? Yeah, now, so, what, now this, this is, is this is kicked off, right? Yep. Writer's strike. Now there's an actor's, I think, I believe it's the first time in a number of years, 60 years mm. or so, that you've had a writer's strike. At the same time as an actor's strike, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so for for, for just the strike's been going on a while since May, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. just for this, so just uh, from this is all what I've heard and what I've read on the internet for this Deadpool three writer's strike scenario, Ryan Reynolds, for instance, has to go word for word on his script. Yep. He cannot ad lib. He cannot, you know, go they cannot book. go off book. Yep. Or they cannot. Uh, you know, Outtakes, do a scene or yeah. do a second scene that's not written perfectly line by line. Well, that, that's a rule based on that's you have to... part of the condition. Part of the condition. Yeah, the yeah. Okay. so I think that's oh. going to be uh, the detrimony for this film because yeah. I think Ryan Reynolds does his best work. Right. Yep. You know, like yep. um, Robin Williams and all that, you know, sure. a bit of ablive and stuff mm-hmm. makes the movie better sure. and stuff like that. And I think I get the concern that all these teaser pictures and all this leaking of who's going to be in the movie is bad news uh, for how for not how not sure they you know they are about this film. And that's my take. Hmm. But I, I just I don't know. I, I I'm scared. I don't think this will. Uh, okay. I I think like you're gonna see leaks because this there's the hype level the for hype, this movie yeah. Yeah, true. is insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ryan, this wasn't a case of someone's lent over the top of the fence. No, this is the HD. This is it's it's coming oh, yeah. in HD. Ryan yeah. Reynolds and Hugh Jackman have shared it themselves. This is obviously some sort of promo planned promotional material i wouldn't necessarily call it a leak per se but yeah i I know what you mean ben when you don't go hunting for this stuff and then it just gets thrown in your face to in fairness i think marvel are pretty good at their trailers generally don't tell you the entire plot of the movie Mm. you know i feel like a lot of other studios and sony pictures i'm looking at you you know I don't need to see your Craven movie because you've told me exactly oh, what so happens. True, you know? yeah, so true, so Venom and yep. Morbius and all these sorts of things are all the same. So, um, yeah. On the topic of we've got we just still got a little bit of time here, but on the topic of movie stuff, yeah, we've seen a bit of casting for the Superman. Oh yes, uh, Superman Legacy is that Metamorpho? Yep. yep. Metamorpho. We've seen casting Hawk for Girl. Hawk Girl, Mister Fantastic, Miss Fantastic. What? No, Mister no. Terrific. Man. Sorry, Terrific. Okay, yeah, yeah. Plastic Man is is the stretchy guy and, from and, DC, but yeah. and Guy yeah. Gardner and Guy Gardner, which is Nathan Fillion. No surprise, this is fantastic. James Gunn has his favourites, and that's fair enough. I'm sure his wife will feature in this movie at some point yeah. as well, <laughs> and um, his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Nathan Fillion is Guy Gardner. Um, Isabel Massaid, Mas- Mas- I think that's how you pronounce that, uh, and Eddie Eddie. Gaither. God, the name. Sorry. Um, yeah, so you might recognize Eddie. He was, um, uh, what's his name from the Fox universe? Uh, Darwin. He was in the X-Men first class movie, Darwin. You know, oh, where wow. um, old mate comes up and pushes energy back into his mouth. No, nope, I'm getting blank looks from everyone yeah, here. Sorry, mate. It's been, oh, it's been a while. Anyway, sorry. You, it's, you'd recognize him. And uh, and yeah, and then Metamorpho was um, blah, 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 what's the guy's name? Anthony Karen. If anyone has seen the TV show Barry, hilarious. He's a, a you know amazing sort of quirky uh, hitman, if you want to call him that. Um, I don't have any problems with these castings. I think they're amazing. I think they're all very good actors. I, I trust James Gunn's casting when he can take someone like Dave Bautista and turn him into this iconic meme machine that that Drax has become. Mm-hmm. Love it. To your point, Ben, I sit there and go, what the hell is this telling me about this movie? It's a Superman movie and all of a sudden there's four extra heroes in it. We don't even have a villain for this movie. I assume there's going to be a Lex Luthor or some sort of but that, this, Bizarro That could or be something. one of those like, things where Hawk Girl or something is the bad guy and you know doesn't understand 
So the, the heroes all fight each other. Well, th- we've seen it numerous times, you know, like in Suicide the last Squad DC or film where heroes fought each other was Batman v Superman, and uh, look what happened to that. Like Shazam <laughs> was the uh, Black Adam. I haven't seen that yet, but Shazam. Black Adam. Sorry, Black Black Adam. Yeah, I mean. well, Black Adam had, um, you know, was supposed to be He Man. What's his name? They had a no yeah, a team yeah, of the yeah. the Justice League or the Society of Justice. Yeah, Justice Society. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they had these. In a movie where you're still learning about the title character, you had this other team of heroes on. This one's got wind powers and this one can do that. Hawkman in that was pretty cool. He though. was, he he was, was great. Really cool. He was but, great. Uh, so, I, yeah. I have to say, like, so Gunn has referenced comic books that will serve as inspiration for the tone or yep. you know, what, whatever sure. it is. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily know all of those, but one of my favourites is in that list, right? Mm. And it's all-star Superman. It's my it's my favourite Superman story of all time. And if you have... Doomsday? Life and Death? All right. Superman? Yeah, look, it's good too. I, I, <laughs> I just love... Don't make him choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the the quirkiness yep. and, the, and the kind of the retro fun. Mm. It's a comic... It's not... It doesn't... It's not trying to take itself seriously. It's fun. Like, there's a scene where Superman's got a black hole. Has he got black hole and he's feeding it little suns? Like he's in his fortress of solitude and he's like forge. He's sitting there forging these suns, these mini suns, and he's throwing them in feeding <laughs> his, feed black, his hole. Pet black hole. Right, like that. That's and, and that's the level of. Like, you just read that and you go, "What the hell?" Yeah, that's like acid showdown. You know, it's like you know James Gunn could make that work. Right. This yeah. is the thing, and and then what you have is like there's there's these great scenes where they're in the Daily Planet and these these bizarro monsters just start taking over the place and there's a there's a a reporter that's got the hots for Lois. He's mm. sort of like this buff aging sports jock guy and he's mm. wearing a toupee and there's lots of comedy and it's it's just fun but Superman will then go off and fight some gods and then yeah. mm-hmm. he'll go off and fight Bizarro and this mm. thing will happen and he was just in that story they weren't fully fleshed I mean we know them because we know the Superman universe. Yeah. And so it would just be, you know, like if it was say t- eight stories each one of those was a comic book and each one he fights a different or yeah, you know, monster comes of up the week mon- monster of the week yeah but it was just so well done i can see how you could have an ensemble cast mm. and you if you write the story well it'll make sense but it is the the, the flip side of that is character i always think back to like um batman and robin where the toy companies wanted a third villain. Like, to that point, you had Joker in the first one, and then you had, you know, Catwoman and and Penguin. Penguin. You go, okay, like, you know, that's enough there. You've got your side characters. You need some development, but you don't want to gloss over them. Mm. And then Bane. I remember Bane going, I've just read Nightfall. Bane is the best. Like, he's not only physically demanding, but he's smart, and he orchestrates all his prison breaks to... Yep. Get like just destroy Batman, yeah. tire him out, all this stuff. And then I see the movie, and I'm like, "What is Bam. this? Yeah, like it's just a yeah. goon. It's just a goon. It's this guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not Bane. That's not. <laughs> that's, that's just a. I'm, I'm just so a glad I did it the other way. I, yeah. I saw the movie and then read Nightfall. Yeah. You know, I'm just so glad. So yeah. that's that's yeah. the other side of bad writing. Yeah. You know, like you just got these weak as piss type characters yeah. that yep. serve no purpose. So I think if if Gunn gets it right in the story and it makes sense. It, I think it would be great to see these characters. Mm, uh, fair enough. Um, yep. That in in the kind of all star Superman context, and maybe I haven't explained that very well, but if you read it, you might get a sense of mm. one of the sets of inspiration. And I'd love to see all star in this in like a live action. Not, not that it has I, to follow the beats or yeah, do anything, yeah. but just in that kind of fun, wacky style. Yep. Not this super. It doesn't have to be super, super dark, real and yeah, super yeah. gritty. And I think Gunn would work well in that sure. space. So I kind of, I love seeing, I loved it when Metamorpho came up. I'm like, that is fantastic. I want to see Metamorpho. Yep. Um, Do you think he's going to be the villain? No, I think he'll be, I think okay. he'll be a good guy. Yeah. I think, I think the villain might be a bit left field. Yeah. I mm. feel like we'll get, whether he'll be the main villain or not, I think we're getting Brainiac 
Yeah, he's cool. Ooh. I'm 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 dying to see someone other than Lex Luthor. Yeah. Like I feel, yeah. you know, between Spider-Man, Green Goblin has been done to death. I yeah. know there's yeah. so many things. Is it you know, the same reason Matt Reeves didn't pull out the Joker in yeah. this film. That's right. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. Batman, yeah. the Joker has been done to death. Yeah. Give me someone else. Yeah. Uh, and Superman, please don't do Lex Luthor again. Well, we're, uh, we're about um, to see a Turtles movie without Shredder in it. I'm, uh, I'm excited. Yeah. I, as much as I love Shredder, yeah. I, I am looking forward to seeing something else. But I, but again, I don't want Shredder to be the, the you know, at the end. Uh, Ninja Turtles 2 style. Um, what's Come it, back with, to life. No, nah, no, nah, with uh, Rocksteady and Bebop. What's that movie? Um, uh, the... You know, Bayverse one, yep. where he sort of oh, yeah. he was he was the all in bad guy the first movie, and then second movie he was like forgotten about, like yep. he was yep. just yeah, a yeah, you know yeah. a side character. That's yeah. bad writing, exactly, yeah. exactly. So I don't want that to happen. I'd rather him not even in the movie, yeah. and focus on Fly Guy or whatever his name is. Um, yeah, you know, so Superfly, yeah, Superfly. Super that's right. And some people have started to see uh, Leather Leatherhead yep. and Superfly, Superfly in Australia. Australia. Yep. Oh, so, cool. Okay. Yeah, I saw a post of one guy. He's goes, I went through fifty figures on the shelf. There was. One superfly, yeah. it's now mine. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, they're, they're, they'll be plentiful, I, I yeah. suspect. Hey, one thing we didn't have in the run sheet, which just reminds me, th- speaking of mutant mayhem, was that they revealed some of the next wave of figures. Yes. Mm. yes. And there was like a Genghis frog. Yep. And, he, and it was so funny because he's just... He's, he's all head. He's all head. Like he's not in the <laughs> he's proportion. He's a shark. <laughs> but then there was like a little thing where you could stick his tongue in and out. Okay. You see the guy like winding the little dial on oh, his I back and his tongue was going. No. He looks, he just looks so zany for yeah. an action figure. It doesn't look like a Playmates figure at all. Mm. I love it. Yeah. I love him so much. Uh, Wingnut, I, I think, is another yeah, one. Yeah, Wingnut was there. Gang, um, Mondo Gecko. Mondo Gecko. Type yep. thing. Yeah. Yep. But that That's Genghis so cool. frog, oh man, just giant head, giant yep. frog. Yep. <laughs> I love it. It's fantastic. You found some way to squeeze turtles into the episode. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> you deleted it from the run sheet. <laughs> um, just quickly, if we've got time, yeah, yeah. I saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, yeah. On at the cinema. Was this one of the ones, Scotty, that we did a sort of early predictions on and scores and that sort of stuff? Not to I put don't you think, on this. Did we do it? To was be, that part of the yeah, to be announced? I can actually um, keep talking. I'll work it out. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm a I, I love my indie films. I'm a, I love Last Crusade. It's one of my top probably top five top yeah. three films of all time. I just went back and rewatched them all in preparation for the Destiny of Dial, and including Crystal Skull. I hadn't seen Crystal Skull since I saw it at the cinema. Yeah. And it's 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 not great. Yeah. Um. And it's by far the weakest of the five. Mm. But when when Dial of Destiny came out, it got a Cairns um, film festival release, right? Mm. So they released, I think it was about two months before the yep. theatrical release. And it got it got panned. It basically got roasted. So I'd heard... it, so got it went a, it, in with low expectations. It went, yes. I went in with really low expectations. I'd heard one thing where they did a screening for Spielberg. And at the end of the film... Spielberg said, oh, I thought I was the only one that could make these films. And that filled me with, with hope. So anyway, I had that that kind of comment in my head. And then I'd, I'd read quite a few of the reviews and we're there were a lot negative, of negative comments, mm. a lot of negative comments. And I loved it. Good. I Good. absolutely loved it. And, and, yeah. and maybe part of it was just the, the negativity. Mm. Um, that just kind of lowered you my went expectations. In, yeah, you went in with the low expectation, and therefore mm. you found it more yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah. So super, super, super pumped that it it delivered. And it's got a – I think it's got – I mean, they, they do a DA – it's probably not spoilers at this point, but they do a de-aging sequence yep. where it's like Harrison Ford back in World War Two, you know, Love Indy it. back in World yep. War Two, and there's a yep. big extended sequence. And, yeah, and some of the de-aging is not brilliant, but most of it's pretty good. But it just – Opening with a young, because then you get the story with the older Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. and obviously he's yeah he's eighty. Harrison Ford's eighty. Yeah. Oh, um, but right. that you know, like there is it's it's hilarious because there's a couple of scenes with him and Salah, so <laughs> where they're trying to run, <laughs> and yeah, and, and like it's like they're I mean like I, I'm forty, forty one, and I I find it hard. I can't even imagine what it would be like to be. Yeah, you know, eighty and be trying to run like a yeah, you know, and they're really struggling, 
and, and I found that hilarious. These couple of scenes where you can see they, yeah, yeah that's actually Harrison Ford trying to run. Yeah, I think my favorite <laughs> meme to come out of that is they just went, you know, all this talk of CGI and all the fantastic stuff that happens in indie. When the truth of it is, an eighty-year-old professor who refuses to retire is the most realistic part of the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, so, yeah. very yeah. good. No interest in seeing Indy, so spoil yep. away. But I um, had also had no interest in seeing the new Top Gun Maverick film. Yes. Finally saw that. Yeah. I'm about a, a year and a half, two years behind the mm. um, eight ball. I've got to say, it was freaking awesome. Yeah. I only it watched was, it a few weeks ago and I was the same thing. It I was, was just like, okay. I, I wow. can, I, all the hype and everything right. really uh, landed. Yep. Like I was like, wow, uh, I can't believe, you know, it, it, it was as good as it was. But the comedy effect, though, uh, Tom Cruise's height differentiation, yep. just it was it was <laughs> ridiculous. Like at one point, he'd almost be looking down on someone, and then it'd do a, a, a wide shot, and he'd be looking up at them because yep. he could see where he's standing on level ground with sure. the other person. Yeah. So that that took me a little bit out of the movie, but it, it made it funny as well. But um, uh, Maverick overall, the fact that they were able to shoot, you know, proper um, oh, what are actual, they F eighteens yeah. or whatever in the air was, you know, made the movie like it was amazing. Mm. Uh, so yeah, respect where respect's due. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, apparently he's got another hit on his hands, yeah. Mr. Tom Cruise, with, with uh, Mission Impossible, with yeah. the um, Dead Reckoning, mm, I believe, Part, part one. one. Yeah. Is getting almost perfect scores. Um, so it. I mean, I love Mission Impossible. Yeah, I love okay. the franchise. I remember seeing the first one at the cinema. I think I, I kind of watched it and then went back in the next day because I loved <laughs> wow. it so much. Like I, I love that film. I know. Yep. I've always followed the franchise, so I'm glad they're getting good reviews. Mm. And that stunt. There's a stunt yeah. where basically he drives a motorbike yeah. off a cliff, and that's all real. It's all real. He yep. he trained for like six months. Get out. That, yeah. The only parts that CG is in the actual shot, they actually build a, a special build a ramp. ramp yeah. And the ramp is sort of CG'd over to make it look like rock. But just he rock. actually goes over a cliff. On a motorbike. On a motorbike and dives for God knows how long. And Three falls. Yeah. Right. Jump, comes off the motorbike, free falls, and then deploys a base jump parachute. Yep. So like the things with wings type thing. <laughs> Hell's bells. I'm going to see this. <sighs> wow. I watched the documentary on all, the film. All while drinking a Red Bull. They... they um, <laughs> They, <laughs> tiger blood, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like, yeah. What is, I mean, he's, he's got to be mid sixties, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's sixty. Like he just looks like a young, young. Yeah, guy. and isn't you talk about Maverick? He does the shirt off, and they're playing. It's not oh, volleyball, yeah, but yeah. they're doing, you know, yeah, throwing the gridiron on the beach. And you go, he's more buff than these guys that are half his age. Yeah, like he's he's made a deal with the devil somewhere, <laughs> like, <laughs> hasn't he? Scientology yeah. is working yeah. well for the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Now, All right. Uh, ben, you oh, had a bit of a shout-out. Oh, I want to yes. give a shout-out to, shout um, yep. to a fellow podcaster and awesome Patreon uh, fanatic, uh, John Caulfield and his Eurovisions uh, crew. Eurolegions. Yes. Sorry, Eurolegions. <laughs> what what am I going? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> There's your spin-off show, John, right there. That's it. Start singing. Uh, so, yeah, Euro Legions uh, podcast all about the mythic legions and cosmic legions, yes. all uh, made by the Four Horsemen. They were, they've made their own podcast, obviously, uh, the guys over there. And um, they're up to episode like 20 now as of this recording. They've got 20 episodes in the uh, pipeline. And uh, episode 18, they were able to get Jeremy from the Four Horsemen. And, and Jeremy is, uh, Girard is the marketing manager, sort yep. of fan-based guy. Yep. Like I am a massive fan, massive customizer and things. Uh, went to one of those four horsemen, you know, come come yeah. to come to our day, come to our studio thing. Uh, works with them, shows him what he does with their their toys. Um, you know, says oh, I can help you with your website and things. You know, fast forward two or three years, and now he's, he's full time yeah. marketing Fantastic. manager. And it it is. I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know, uh, you know, I can't close my eyes and think who Sir Girard is or yep. who, you know, the um, the new insect character from Cosmic is. I don't know those names. And so they, they throw a lot of names out there, but the, the sheer passion yep. and everything that the these guys are talking to, the, the fact that a fan, you know, a, f- a first starting fan has rise to the ranks and working, you know, for a company now that mm. builds the toys that he, you know, was so passionate about. It it just comes through the audio so magnificently, yeah. And 
I, I almost listened to that podcast and all I wanted to do was go and buy Mythic and Cosmic <laughs> Legions. Like it's it's what the Four Horsemen do for their fans and what they're, you know, they've just made Walter uh, who runs their, uh, the uh, Cosmic, well, it was, runs the, one of the um, biggest Facebook pages for the fans and things. That's the mm. guy that I used to buy my Battle Beasts off yep. back in the day. They've made a figure now of him, right? <laughs> so a two-pack yeah. of Mythic and Cosmic Legions combined. So he loves his Skeleton Warriors yep. and things like that. So they've made a very Mythic Legion uh, skeleton character and then a, a astronaut with a skeleton head, ah. uh, you know, in an astronaut suit. And it's just, you know, and they've tributed it to Walter and things like that. So, like, you just don't get that. I have never heard of that in other... Uh, forums of franchises you know scott knightleck put himself in a toy line (laughs) and things like that um you know and other creators of said toy lines and things were able to put themselves in the master's toy line but not fans you know i just this is and you know they've got my wife is going to kill me boys they've got now uh walter i'm sure there's a few other nods and things in the um toy line or there's huge plans in the future for for it is Episode 18, uh, Euro Legions podcast. Give it a shot. Mm. Um, fantastic outlook of, you know, what Australia deals with, what Europe deals yeah. with, you yep. know, with um, all the, shipping, you know, shipping and taxes, things. Out, yeah. Anything outside of the US yep. is foreign, you know, to a lot of people's, um, you know, plans and uh, everything. So it's a really interesting podcast. Give it a listen and give it a follow. I'm cool. sure if John and the boys keep the work up, there might be Eurovision figures in the, yeah, in the future. Yeah, who knows, man? <laughs> uh, you know, he was very um, quick to say, oh, I love your podcast, I listen to it, you know, That's and great. throwbacks on what they talked about a couple of episodes ah, ago. So it wasn't listens. just, you know, it was, yeah, it wasn't talk just a for talk. Yeah, it was yeah, uh, yeah. realistic passion and things. That's so great. they've, you know, they've hit the ground running and, um, you know, going far and yeah the um legions uh con is coming yep. up yeah, soon and they're all going over again uh it's, it's a big few months guys we've got san diego comic con yep. we've got power con which is sounding it's enormous massive, isn't it? like yeah. I, even on my sectors facebook page there's people posting you know about uh power con and things mm. and then um legions con not too far after that so uh we've still got a massive last half of the year left so Exciting yeah. things to come. And, and speaking of, next week will basically be uh, Comic-Con weekend. Uh, we won't be talking directly to Comic-Con. We've got a very special guest lined up for uh, next week. So as far as any of the big reveals, Cat's Lairs and whatever else comes out of San Diego, we'll be addressing that all the week after. Yeah, we'll have it all yep. by then. We'll, we'll, we'll be, be able to digest it, it yeah. analyze it. We won't just be speculating. Look, did you see that? Did you see yeah, that? We'll yeah. actually have facts and have figures. Time and to look at it all. Yeah, and... Uh, preview some videos and there might be a probably double episode of san diego breakdowns we'll see what happens sounds good all right thanks for everyone for tuning into another episode of toy power so wonderful to have your company and support and to all our patrons thank you so much for all your chatter on the discord stay safe take care and we will see you around the toy aisles and until next time good journey you can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.